Welcome to the Property Side Hustle Pod with host Paul Rose. This pod's all property but with no filter. Hi and welcome to another episode of the Property Side Hustle Pod. This is the second episode launched inside a week. I said I'd get more regular, I did promise, and I finally pulled it off. So uh, yeah, hopefully next week we'll have two episodes as well. Um, you might be wishing it was last, less regular after listening, but I can't please everybody, can I? But here we go anyway. So what's today's episode about? Well, this is a mini episode. I say mini, it's probably going to be about the usual length. And is entitled, The Biggest Mistakes Newbies Make in Property, or The Top 5 Mistakes Newbies Make in Property. And this is from a business point of view, and also from an investor point of view as well, really. So you should find some value in this one, no matter where you're at right now. Um, If you're not a newbie, doesn't mean you can't listen, because you might be making some of these mistakes yourself. Um, And hopefully you'll find this of value. So before I begin the show properly, I just wanted to say... That a few episodes ago, we dedicated the show to a member of the wider property community, a Mr. Danny Butcher, um, the ex-armed forces gentleman who recently took his own life, due in a large part to the debt he found himself in after buying expensive property training from a self-proclaimed property guru. Now, we did a podcast on property education and, and, and really delved into, you know, how these courses are sold, etc., And we discussed the unethical sales tactics, these property snakes used to plunge people into serious amounts of debt, charging 10k plus for a property course is just ridiculous. Well, on the back of that podcast, I had a lot of positive messages and people uh, were saying they enjoyed the show and and the message that was that was given and the way it was the way it was put out there. And some of you regular listeners might know I always put web links in the show notes to things that I've talked about on the podcast. And on that particular episode, um, I shared the Just Giving page set up in Danny's honour to help out his family. But me being me, I actually forgot to mention it during the podcast itself. But the link was in the show notes. But I never made any mention about the the Just Giving page set up in his honour. So to make amends for my error, I thought there's no harm in giving a shout out right now. Uh, at the top of the show so no matter how much you have any donation is welcome i'm sure danny's family will be most appreciative of any support no matter how small it may be so visit the show links check the show links um the show notes sorry um and you'll find a web link there for the just giving page so so do do go and take a look at that so today's episode is aimed like i said at newbies and people who are still relatively new to property as you may be making these very same mistakes. And I think I've seen this mistake more than any other. And to be honest, it's a bit unfair to call it a mistake as it's only human nature rather than a mistake per se. So this is number one on the list and it's information overload, which equals nothing happens. And I'm talking about anybody that has done a property course where they've attended and sat in a hotel meeting room or you know, a conference room and had two or three days of essentially PowerPoint information being drilled into them. Um, besides having a numb bum and too much coffee probably over the past few days, you get bombarded with 
huge amounts of information and this information may well be may may well be amazing and inspiring and fill you full of hope etc about your future in property so you might be thinking where's the problem well it's purely the fact that you're being bombarded with information it's quick paced so you make notes you scribble your notes down in your pad and you might even take the odd photo of a slide up on the screen if the trainer lets you take photos of their precious slides but your notes are at best they're going to be bullet points and give it a week or two later those notes will mean very little because they won't make much sense at all on their own they're certainly not really useful so i'm sure you've heard the phrase death by powerpoint before and i think i think the worst one i had the misfortune to witness was at a pin meeting a few years back now and it, <laughs> I sat through an hour-long presentation. Um, I'm saying an hour, but it felt like several days, to be honest. It was a rainy, cold, dark winter night. And I remember when I left the, the pin meeting, it was foggy as well. So it was one of them you thought, oh, I wish I hadn't bothered. But anyway, this lady proceeded to talk about, give a presentation and talk about the renovation of her house and the development of several other houses on surrounding plots of land and at first i thought oh this is going to be interesting nope 15 minutes in and she's talking about a radiator that she decided to restore instead of replace for a new one fast forward another 15 minutes and she's still talking about this bloody radiator and to me that should have been one slide with a before and after picture and you could have moved on you know literally 30 seconds 60 seconds tops 15 minutes plus but no a whole 15 minutes on a radiator refurbishment technique now at this point i was effectively locked in the room um the lady presenting was stood by the door <laughs> and you can't really piss off halfway through without causing a slight disturbance so i stayed for the whole thing um and it wasn't just me either i'm not i'm not being nasty she literally put the room to sleep and all I needed, seriously, give me a blanket and a pillow and I would have been quite happy to bed down on the floor there and then for the night. My point is, PowerPoint presentation can be amazing, but it can also be really poor and drawn out and boring. For it to work well, it needs to be snappy and to the point and engaging. And the other thing it needs is things need to be explained properly. I often find that at property training events, and I, I hear this feedback all the time from, from people who've sat on various different courses with different trainers around, around the UK, um, you'll typically be, typically be shown a process or at least the bones of a process. So imagine a really important bit like how to actually do something and you, and you sit up in your chair and you're thinking, this is it, this is what I've been waiting for. But you've got a slide with several bullet points and the presenter just races through it and moves on. You know, you'd be forgiven for thinking, hang on a minute, you just what you're doing, you've just missed out a really important bit and glazed over it. You know, a case of not enough useful information. And the other extreme is information overload too much, like the radiator. <laughs> you know, it's this is usually just part of the course. So the mistake that isn't really a mistake at all is many newbies go and do a course like this and then feel like 
they're lost. They don't know where to start. And it's no surprise when you've sat through a few days of back-to-back -back PowerPoint slides in a stuffy room, being subjected to all this information in no real order. So the outcome is, you might know what something entails, but you don't understand fully how to go from A to B. And all this information floating around in your head leaves you feeling confused about where to start and how to move forward. It's almost like having all the individual parts of a car laid out on the floor in front of you, but you don't know how to put them together and get the thing running. So moving on to the second, um, the second one is you never feel ready to do it. And this is so common and, and it kind of feeds on from the last one really. And the fact is, do you know what? You're never going to feel ready to do it. No matter how much knowledge you have, sometimes you just have to do things in the knowledge that you'll probably fail. You will fall flat on your face and you also need to be secure in the knowledge that you will also succeed if you keep on trying. You know, waiting till you feel ready is the most common cause of failure in property. If you want to deem nothing happening as failure, it's a, this is a pretty cheesy quote or saying, but good things happen when you leave your comfort zone. And it's that's a full-on cheese fest, but it is, it is definitely true. It really is. Speaking personally, you know, I, I used to be really, I was terribly shy, like paralysed by fear in certain public situations, especially when I was really young. But with age and experience and confidence and also a huge dose of, do you know what, I, re I really couldn't care less anymore. I've moved on, I've gone past it and it no longer defines me at all. Public speaking was always a huge fear of mine but when I started networking years ago, when I first got into property, I soon realised actually, hang on a minute, I know what I'm talking about here. This is my domain. And people would stand and listen as I had a conversation with somebody. And then when that conversation had finished, they grabbed me for a chat afterwards because they wanted to learn more or ask a question about something else. I'm 41 years of age now, but when I was 18, I sat well and truly in my comfort zone. I liked it there. It was easy. It's nice. It's comfortable. <laughs> You know, I had zero interest in pushing myself and doing things that scared the shit out of me. I mean, come on, it, it makes no sense to put yourself through that horrible feeling that you get. But as you get older, you realise that it makes perfect sense. And as soon as good things start happening or the penny drops and you think, hang on, I just did this thing I was absolutely dreading and I'm still alive. I'm, I'm actually okay. And the confidence slowly grows so don't sit and wait for that right time or the right moment. The time is now and accept. You need to accept you will fail and you will make mistakes. That's just normal. No one I know is perfect. We all mess up. We all look stupid from time to time. But when you do this and when you do mess up, you're actually learning. That's when you're learning because you're learning what to do better next time. So... Moving on from number two, we've got number three on the list of top mistakes newbies make in property, and that's not having a real plan of action. 
Now, I hear this one all the time when I'm networking. I want to be financially free in six months. Okay, so how do you how, how are you doing that then? And they respond with, well, I've had some property education. You know, like, a course is a magic ticket to Willy Wonka's factory of financial freedom. Education may be where it starts, but that's not the whole thing. It's not the, you know, it's not the entirety of it. Saying I want to be financially free or you want to quit the day job is not a plan. It's a goal. A plan is the step-by-step process you will follow to realise that goal. So don't confuse the two. You need both. First of all, in this example anyway, you'd need to break down what financially free is. What it actually is and what it looks like. So is that just replacing your income or earning a set amount per month to cover all your outgoings, have a nice slush fund on top, you know, come up with an actual figure. And next up is, what strategy, what property strategy will work for you? Because if you have a day job and no time on your hands at all, then picking the right strategy is key. It's no good thinking, do you know what, I want to go into commercial to resi commercial to residential conversions and I want to work on some projects. Well, you've got a bit of a major problem there, haven't you? Because time, you don't have it. You've got a lack of time. So that's maybe not the best thing to go into. So picking the right strategy is key. If you want regular lump sums of money every few months, then deal packaging can be great for this. But if you want regular monthly income, relatively quickly then rent to rent or buy to let investing is is your option now if you're process driven and you're super organized you know you're you're one of these people that writes lists and you tick things off and you're organized really organized then maybe you know sa is your serviced accommodation maybe you have a pot of cash sat in the bank and you need to invest it to generate you a good return then you could play safe and go down the buy to let route or you could use some of that cash to get involved in various other strategies such as assisted sales or rent to rent or SA. All the, all, the, all this depends on your risk appetite. If you're risk adverse and you want a safe bet, but if the goal is financial freedom, then you need to work out what you're comfortable with versus the reward or potential reward. So it's about risk, isn't it? It's about risk appetite. And many people know, many people know the money could be working harder for them than sat in a bank, but they don't understand the strategies enough to make an educated decision. And my advice is, if you're thinking about going into serviced accommodation, SA, let's say, then ask somebody who is involved in it already for a chat. Ask them your burning questions, you know, the issues they found, how they're finding it, you know, what problems they're having, you know, how much money they're earning. How many units they've got. You know, ask all these burning questions and get it from the horse's mouth. As far as not having a plan goes, you need to have one. Otherwise, you're drifting. You're drifting along with only a vague idea in the back of your mind, which is most likely, oh, I want to earn more money. Well, that's the mindset of 99% of the population, isn't it? Let's be honest. Everybody needs more money or would like more. So dig down into what you really want to achieve and then break that goal down month by month, week by week, even day by day and then make yourself accountable. That's the big one. 
if you keep achieving those daily goals, the weeks and months, they're going to take care of themselves. And before you know it, you're fast approaching your big goal being met, whatever that is. So my advice is don't drift with a rough idea. Come up with your end plan, your end goal, and then scale it right back and then take action consistently. Having a goal is great. We've all got them. I'm sure we have, even if we don't realize it. But you also need a plan. So having a plan of action, you need a plan of action as well as the goal. So number four, and this is a huge one. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, and number four is don't expect an easy ride. You know, property is a tough sector. Reason being, there are so many variables and hiccups and people involved in a property transaction. You've got agents, vendors, solicitors, builders, surveyors, brokers, tradespeople, legislation, laws, and a whole shitload of curveballs that will inevitably come your way at some point. I'm not being negative or, or trying to put you off, I'm just being a realist. There are plenty of idiots out there trying to sell people a dream via a course, which is financial freedom, but ideal in reality, not fiction. Property is not easy and it's not for everyone. Now, I love property personally. You know, it's strategies, the tools, the potential, the creativity. It's what gets me going and the people too. But some days you will want the world to swallow you up. It's not easy. It's really not. No matter what strategy you choose, you will come up against adversity and problems. That's life at the end of the day. That's business. If money and wealth came easy, we'd all be millionaires in six months' time, wouldn't we? But that's just not the way it is. So let's deal in reality, not fiction. And don't fall for the financial freedom thing either. By the way, it can be done, like we always say on this podcast, but... Yeah, go back and listen to the property education um, podcast we did a couple of episodes ago from, from all of that. And how you deal with any problems is essentially what defines how successful you'll be. And that's all there is to it. If you don't cope well under stress or you don't deal with problems very well or your first reaction is to hide away when things go wrong, then I'll tell you now, property probably isn't for you so go do something else you know you have to be resilient and have that confidence and common sense that good days will outweigh the bad as long as you're doing the right thing consistently property is amazing and when you win and drop a deal or you bag another rent to rent or you you buy a, a property and add it to your portfolio that feeling is amazing it's indescribable and that's why people do it the rewards and the potential income can be amazing. You know, business is hard, life is hard, and you will fail. It's just a fact of life. Absolutely no doubt that is a given. Expect it, expect failure. You need to learn from the bad moments and get better. Become a better version of yourself. It sounds really naff and it totally is, but tell me it's not true it makes perfect sense now i remember my mum always saying learn from your mistakes learn from your mistakes now quite often people don't learn from the mistakes and you should if talking to agents 
for instance, scares the shit out of you, because I know this is a big one for a lot of people, is feeling like, oh, I don't know what to say, oh, I'm, I'm going to come across as an idiot, oh, I don't know what, and you just lack confidence. So if talking to agents scares the absolute shit out of you, practice in an area nowhere near you, call them up, try your best to engage with them, get the mistakes out of the way on agents outside your area, and I know people are worried about, you know, like I said, saying the wrong thing or sounding daft. Just do it and learn and get better. You've got to start somewhere because if you don't start, then you're not going anywhere, are you? So you've just got to commit to it and do it. So we're at the last one already, which is number five. And this one is knowledge. Now, <coughs> you cannot fake it till you make it and anybody telling telling you to is an arse you know i used to have a business partner used to say it all the time notice i said used to the point is faking is all good and well but you better be working hard to bridge that gap if you don't have the knowledge you need to have some basis of knowledge to build upon to act upon especially if you're building a property business you need good foundations to build on you can't start running off in one direction without having a clear plan, as we mentioned before, backed by some level of knowledge. You know, you wouldn't expect to win mastermind if your chosen subject was ancient Egyptian temples and you had never researched it or learned anything beyond that Tutankhamun fella, would you? Eventually, you'll come unstuck. So the education is vital. So get the right education that fits your plan and your goal. Remember, you need both and be concise with taking action and consistent with it. Most people these days are guilty of wanting or seeking out instant gratification. We've kind of become conditioned to it. But the problem is in, in property, you can work yourself silly, putting in all sorts of hours with zero reward. Nothing happens. And then six months down the line, it happens. An investor you click with. An opportunity presents itself via a contact you found networking, a broker that you met finances and helps your investor and the deal falls over the line and the money comes into your bank. This only happens when you put the effort in and don't throw in the towel because oh, it didn't work. I spoke to three agents and they won't work with me. Okay, so why? What are you doing wrong? Also, for the record, not everybody will want to work with you. Not everything you touch will turn to gold. And you don't need everybody to work with you. You just need some people. But the results are worth the hard graft, in my experience. Worth the stress. The late nights wondering, am I doing the right thing? What am I doing? You know, success in property, whatever strategy comes uh, to those people who are like a dog with a bone. They won't give it up. Success is never easy to come by in any sector, property, whatever in any business and on that note that's the end of the podcast if you'd like to get involved in property or maybe you already are but you've hit a roadblock and you just don't know how to get going again then why not try our affordable property education online courses that come with support from yours truly and also lifetime access as well to the course so there's no rush learn at your own pace log in and learn whenever you like none of the usual nonsense like upselling and daft quotes like I can make you financially free by lunchtime tomorrow. You know, we just provide affordable property education that will give you the knowledge 
on how to go from A to B. This November, we've got a Black Friday event, which is on now. We're not waiting until Black Friday. We've been doing this all month and we've sold lots of this uh, because it's such a good offer. So I'm going to tell you about it. So we've got a VIP package, which means you get lifetime access to three online property courses, which are packed with content on. We've got a deal packaging and sourcing course. We've got rent to rent course and we've got an assisted sales course. Um, you get access to all of those. Um, they've got everything you need on them, contracts, templates, director vendor letters, absolutely everything you need. Um, yeah, so, so you get those courses, but on the VIP package, you also get access to all courses we're going to release in 2020. And we've said that we're gonna release a minimum of a further two courses. So that's essentially five property courses you'll have uh, between now and throughout 2020, five full courses, and we are charging £447 for that. And I really, really hate that um, the price ends in a seven. Um, it's just the way it come about. Um, I don't know why we landed on that number, but it's going to be priced at 699 from December the 1st. So it is a Black Friday offer. It's 447 this month. Um, it's it's not a tactic or anything like that. It's just a number. Um, yeah, so you can pay 446 if you must. I'm really not bothered, but yeah. Um, yeah, if you want more information on the course, visit www.psmproperty.co.uk. Or if you want to chat uh, and message me directly, you can email me on support at psmproperty.co.uk or find me online, find me on Facebook, ping me a message, happily have a chat with you. Um, and that's it for this episode. I really hope you found it useful, no matter where you are at on your in your property uh, career. And join us again very soon. Don't forget, please like and subscribe so you don't miss out on new episodes. And also, if you fancy writing a review on iTunes, I would be most grateful. Um, because we don't actually have any at the minute. So it'd be nice to get one. Um, anyway, till next time, take care and take it easy.